Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. And we're the host of the Locked On Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making Locked On Rays your very first listen every day. And remember, Locked On Rays is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube at Locked On Rays. Well, Ulysses, the Rays enjoying an off day Thursday back to action and the difficult September schedule begins as they have a three game home slate versus the New York Yankees. And if you're a Rays fan, you probably wish it was a little bit better circumstances concerning and considering the recent news about one Shane McClanahan and one Brandon Lau. Yeah, not the greatest of news. Uh, Captain Obvious there. Um, not great, man. Just yeah. just, just not what you need to hear in September that your best run producer, your, your best hitter in the offense, uh, maybe not hitter in the traditional sense of the yeah. word, <clears throat> but Brendan Lau is, and... Shane McClanahan, you're the guy who could be in the podium for the AL Cy Young just, just going down. Now, mm-hmm. before we start saying, woe is us, oh my goodness, another... Let's, from what we have heard from Mark Topkin, okay? Mm-hmm. Everything is structurally sound with Shane McClanahan. This should be a short stint, maybe missing at most three to four starts. So, is it bad? Yes. You you miss your A.L. Cy Young candidate. Right. It's going to suck. Is it horrible? Oh, my goodness. Uh, the, the You know, Chicken Little? The, the sky's falling? No. So, let's meet in the middle. I know it's very difficult for people to meet in the middle in, the, in 2022. My goodness, is it difficult for people to understand what other people with a different perspective have to say? Yeah. But try that. Let's try that for just a second and see how it fits. See if like, hmm, am I comfortable here? Hmm, is that a nice is that a nice fit for me? It's going to be. It's compromised people. So sucks. Hopefully he gets, you know, well soon. It'll be okay. Shane McClanahan, do you think he reaches 150 innings by the end of the regular season? He's at 147 and a third right now. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Do you think that before the news of this injury that the Rays were going to try to be careful with his workload through the month of September? Oh, Mr. Kevin Weiss, are you insinuating a phantom IL stint? I don't know about all that, but just uh, that they would try not to work him to the bone, literally and figuratively in advance of the playoffs. By the way, <clears throat> for those of you who do not know the phantom <clears throat> IL Roman Quinn. terminology, this is a, 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 a known fact, you know, some, sometimes you got to give guys a rest. And now that we're in 2022, we know something that's uh, called mental health. And, and so Phantom IL sense is when you tell the guy, hey, you have your knee a little bit wonky, okay? And the guy's like, no, my knee's completely fine. He's like, your knee's wonky. 
and you're going to yeah. take 15 days off. That's what we mean by phantom IO. Okay. It's when the, there's probably nothing wrong with them. Everybody's it's August 31st. As we're recording, when this is going live, it would be September 2nd. It's September 2nd. Everybody's playing at least in some kind of pain, maybe hurt. Right. You know? Um, so I, I but he's legitimately hurt. At. He's legitimately hurt in this case. He's legitimately hurt. If he's not, he should win an Oscar. Right. Because we saw him warming. Like this would be too theatrical of a thing to right. be a Phantom IL stint. Like there's no way. So he's the Daniel no Day Phantom. Lewis of major league pitchers. Exactly. Let there be blood or whatever. It's there. It's not, it's not, it's not that, uh, yeah. there will be blood. Um, however, there is a Phantom IL case, which is the Roman Quinn one, because mm-hmm. they didn't want to, you know, um, have to get rid of him. So not a Phantom IL stint. Yes, for Roman Quinn. It sucks. Brandon Lau, bad luck at Fenway from an old friend, too. A friend that gave him, wasn't it Beats? Didn't Michael Walker mm. buy everybody Beats headphones for the for the October run? And the dude just... Yeah. Lost control and hit Lau. Not cool, man. Now, I will say clearly and obviously it is better to have Brandon Lau healthy and in the lineup than not. But it's not like Brandon Lau has just totally been crushing it as of late. Just three home runs in his last 108 at bats and a 389 slug over that time, over the last 30 games or so. So it's not like, oh man, we're taking a 920 OPS. Now, but Wait. he also brings the fear of being Brandon Lau. Thank to you, opposing thank you for picking it up. Sure, he might not, but what he brings, it's externally too. Who yeah. are the guys in front? Who are the guys behind? I might be struggling, but is Harold Ramirez going to get better pitches because I'm yeah. behind? Or uh, is David Peralta going to get better? Or Yandy Diaz going to get better pitches because I'm in front of him? Right. Um, so that, thank you for saying that because it's, it's not only what the player does, but what the player can erode and exude over that lineup. And he yeah. does lengthen it. I mean, my goodness, when you say, I mean, we're, we're back to, we're back to June folks. Right. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be cheering on Vidal Brujan as much as his, well, not much as much, but very close to what his mother would do. You know, right. I'm, I won the most success for Vidal. Yeah. When you plug in Vidal instead of Brandon Lau, yeah, not the same. Not now the same it, it won't just be a one for one because I'm sure the Rays are going to do some tweaking and Yu Chang will get opportunities. Vidal Bruhan will get opportunities. Right. They're going to play that game. But um, yeah, I mean, even <laughs> I'll wonder what Brandon Lau's replacement, what his replacement at bats will be able to produce in his absence. Will it be as good of a slug as 389? I don't we'll, we'll wait and find that out. Obviously you want him back and healthy and, and ready for the playoffs. Although, I mean, we, we know Brandon Lau's history and experience in the playoffs. I, I wonder if there's ever a situation where the Rays will leave Brandon Lau off the playoff roster. Oh, considering no. his struggles. I know. I know. No, you, you, but, yeah, yeah. But, 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 but I know people are like, that's a small sample size. Like he has over a hundred at bats in the playoffs. People, do you, to do know that yeah. right uh, over a hundred and again over a hundred is not as a, a big sample size or, or, or what right. you want to, to for a sample size to look like of course not 
but it's getting up there, isn't it? Like, I mean, it's not tiny. Yeah. It's 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 ten times as large as what Mike Trout is. Right. Yeah. Mike Trout has like what twelve at bats. Yeah. And um, as far as Shane McClanahan goes, you know, historically, I would say. And again, we don't know the severity of this injury, if this is going to matriculate into something worse, because again, with pitchers and starting pitchers who throw extremely hard and have crazy breaking balls, it's arm roulette, it's elbow roulette at some point. So yeah. it makes me worried about, do we have another Matt Moore on our hands? Do we have another Blake Snell on our hands? little bit extreme, but Mark Pryor type situation. But something tells me that, you know, I, I've always been the guy to uh, pound the table and say, hey, if Shane McClanahan's offered a five-year, $35, $40 million deal, you take it, you sign it because you're a pitcher and you can get hurt and your career, uh, your career could end just like that and you may never get another major league opportunity. But then I see guys like Noah Syndergaard and Tyler Glass now who can have Tommy John or a major injury and come back and get 20 to $25 million for one year of play virtually. So, um, you know, Shane McClanahan keeping things close to the vest, I think it's going to end up working out, but we, we just, that's why we can't get so enamored by what a guy is doing in the moment and just assume that what he's doing now is going to be what he does continually and consistently for the next five years or until he hits free agency. It's not like, oh, he's doing this now. So we're going to expect 23, 24, 25, 26, that he's going to give us 175 innings in a sub three ERA and make four or five all-star appearances, right? It doesn't work like that. It's not linear. And what frustrates me is that sometimes there are fans that have watched baseball for 10, 20, 30 years, and they get even more and they, and they, and they say stuff like that. Like we're not very, we're not super old, Kevin. We're third. We're in our, we're just getting into our, th- our third floor. We're in our thirties. Yeah. You're 30, 30. I'm 31. Or are you 31? Uh, not 31. I'm going to, uh, I'm you, no, I'm not 31. Not yet. Yeah. Not yet. But in a couple months you are. Um, if I make so it. 30 and 31, like we're not old, but we've seen enough baseball. We've yeah. seen enough, if not baseball, to to not get hunked down on like one season, and then you're like, this guy's going to be a perennial all star. Like, <laughs> right? Can we just slow it? You know how difficult baseball is. Sometimes fans forget this is difficult, mm-hmm. and 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 if you have an all star season, they appreciate it. And that's all the work that they had done since three years old until that all-star selection. And when that's their only all-star selection, guess what? They have that forever. Like I was an all-star. Like it's not easy. So Shane McClanahan, all the talent in the world, all the talent in the world. I, I, first of all, I've, I do not see him. I'm, I'm, I think he's going because of the talent in the world that he has. He's going the David Price route, man. He's going to be yeah. like, nah, I'm going year by year and you're going to pay me and right. good for him. Yeah. Good for him. Uh, you could also have, I mean, other extreme Brendan McKay who, you know, if, if Brendan McKay was offered some sort of Matt Moore like deal, like after his first start, 
against who was it? The Texas Rangers in 2019. Correct. Yeah. You probably should have signed on the dotted line. Like I, if, you know, if he didn't, I bet he has been thinking about that moment for a long time. Right. And I want a Brendan McKay episode yeah. for the off season because he deserves it. And there's a lot to unpack yeah. there. Uh, convert him to a full-time hitter. There's the episode. No, just kidding. Uh, but seriously though, um, it's never okay to drive stoned. You put yourself and others in danger. If you've been using marijuana in any form, do not get behind the wheel. If you feel different, you drive different, drive high, get a DUI. That is from the NHTSA. Uh, all right, Ulysses, uh, we haven't really, and we know the Yankees were familiar with them and what they've done this season and uh, mostly ups, but recent downs that they've experienced. Um, but for the Rays, this is a fun question. Uh, now, we are recording this uh, during the course of the second game of the two-game Marlins series. Do you uh, need but, an update? Yeah, I need an update. The score is 1-1. One, one. Okay. It's the top of the eighth. Men on first and second. And Manuel Margot is at the plate. What will he do with men on first and second facing Floro? Dylan Floro, old friend oh, yeah. of the program. How about that? Yeah. Well, regardless, I can tell you that the Rays are not going to tie this game. There's going to be a win or a loss. So the Rays are either going to be 72-57 and 57 or 71 in 58 as of right now yeah he bunted margot and it was the most horrible bunt i've ever seen in anybody in margot's live career and it was just a little pop-up to the first baseman and i want people that hate bunting to not just pick out this situation yeah. as like the bunts are bad no this was a smart play by a fast run it just didn't work out right Sometimes it doesn't work out. It's baseball. Um, regardless, the Rays must win 19 of their next 34 games to get to the magic number of 90 wins. That is obviously, in Major League Baseball, a huge accomplishment. Let's throw talk of them winning the division out the window. I mean, not totally out the window. I guess there's always a chance. They're at like less than a 2% chance of winning the division. But really... Getting 90 games, 90 wins, that's big. But I guess more importantly is, um, you know, locking up that first wild card spot as well. And maybe it takes a case of you've got to get to 90, road to 90, if you will. But it's not going to be easy because we know that the Rays of their th 34 remaining games, 24 are against teams that are currently on pace to make the playoffs, i.e. the Yankees, the Blue Jays, the Astros, and the Guardians. Difficult stretch run. 100%, man. And I, I 19, like, uh, that's that's a lot of game. Depending on what happens here with the Marlins, you know, it, it, yeah. it, 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 it would benefit them, obviously, to get this W. Right. 100%. Now, the but, math, winning 19 of 34, just not saying throw out the tough schedule, but... That is actually like a 90 win pace over the course of 162. So they so, so they, they got to play 90 win baseball over the next 34 to get 90 wins. Yes. No, it's 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 very poetic. And let me just expand this conversation to the 
point that if you would have told 90 wins to both of us in March 13th, uh-huh. would have been like, damn, really? What happened? Yeah. That sucks. Then you see everything that happened throughout the, 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 the season and all of the injuries and, and oh my goodness, the May and June lineups. Right. Oh my goodness. Do you guys remember that? It's September 2nd. Do you guys remember the May and June lineups? Do not criticize the lineups right now. Yeah. Because then you have short-term memory. Uh, 90 wins is an incredible accomplishment for Kevin Cash, the front office, and those players stepping up. Sean Armstrong. Great job, buddy. Great job, Sean Armstrong. Good for you. Mm-hmm. Tremendous. Pete Fairbanks, my goodness. Jason Adam, let's go. Brooks Raley, way to go. Jalen Beeks, tremendous. Jeffrey Springs, r- r- revelation. Drew Rasmussen, my pick for being the dark horse of the of the starting rotation. If Shane McClanahan is out for three to four week, uh, three to four starts, could Drew Rasmussen have better numbers at the end of the season than Shane McClanahan? Watch out for that. I alluded to that a couple weeks ago, I think. Yeah. Corey Kluber, tremendous pickup for $8 million. I mean, you go up and down. Yandy Diaz, hello. Best season of his life. Mm-hmm. Tremendous what they have done. Tremendous what they have done. 90 wins. Can they do it? I said to Evan on Monday's episode on Glass Now being extended on that episode, I said, can they do it? I told him, I'm, I'm going to put you in the hot seat. Can they do it? And he's like, can they do it? Yes. Will they do it is a different thing. So he he went total media on me. Ah, uh, yeah, classic. Classic media. Yeah. I I have hope they can do it, but it's not going to be easy. It's no, it's it's, it's, it's so it's going to be so so tough. And even if they don't make it, Evan said that they're probably dancing around 87, 88, 89. Yeah. Um Depends on what the Jays do and depends on the Mariners because, uh, and the Orioles, let's not forget about the Orioles. Right. Uh, I, I, the White Sox are dead. I mean, the White Sox are dead. Uh, but, but it's going to be tough, man. I, I don't, I am, I, if you have to like make a decision, are they going to hit 90? I would say, yes, they're going to hit 90. If you're putting a hundred dollar bet on bet online, this isn't a bet online ad. Or would you say, under 90 or 90 or over? A hundred, I would say 90. Yes. 200. Well, you already got me skeptic, you know, like, you know, how much are money? So are your gut is they're going to get to 90. I think, yes, because okay. of the offense, how they've been, they've been working it. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it starts in this series against the Yankees at home where, uh, I mean, it'd be, I guess maybe more ideal if there wasn't an off day on Thursday for both the Rays and the Marlins because, or not the Marlins, the the Rays and the Yankees, because the Yankees are traveling from the West coast after facing the athletics and angels. So you could have caught them on a rough, rough night there while the Rays of course, just happen to travel from Miami. But uh, the Yankees are, their bullpen is in shambles. Uh, You know, Aroldis Chapman goes down with a left leg infection, but they did reinstate uh, Clay Holmes. But pretty much everybody else, I mean, that bullpen is being held together by uh, scotch tape and bubble gum. Um, is that a phantom IL? 
for Chapman? Tattoo infection? No, I could see that for Roldis Chapman. He's 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 tattooed up, and I could see a. I don't That's know. the thing. It's not like it's his first tattoo. Like you've had a few. Do you not know how to take care of them, buddy? Yeah. Who knows? I mean, I don't even want to think about that. But you have that going on. Then you have uh, Aaron Judge. He's got 50-plus homers, 51 as of this recording, 10 away from tying uh, the American League record uh, and Roger Maris's record as well. But I, I want to take all that off the table. I, I want to get into some superficial discussion here. And I know it's never um, – it's kind of a cliche thing to discuss, but I want to talk attendance. We have a three-game home series – Labor Day weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It is the first weekend of college football, but um, the NFL God, doesn't it's start. It's already football for season. Week. Yeah. There were games on last week, believe it or not. It's called week zero, late August. But this is, this is week one. And we know how big college football is in the state of Florida. So my question to you, Ulysses, with that backdrop, Labor Day weekend, college football starting uh you have a critical series for both sides perhaps the rays and the yankees over under total sixty thousand butts at the trop across friday saturday sunday so maybe you have 15 on friday 25 on saturday 20 on sunday over under i would say Push. I think it's going to be right at 60, actually. You can't play the middle. I need, oh, I need 60,001, 59,999. I can't go Evan on this. Okay. Yeah. Rude. All right. You know what? This is the... Okay. Here we go. Aaron Judge going for history. Yes. Yankee fans who have never visited New York... And they're only Yankee fans because, like, you know, my grandparents and grandpa land mm-hmm. had one time in New York. And so I'm a Yankee fan. Um, those people are going to want to see Aaron Judge yeah. chase history. So I, I will say over. I will say over. Yeah. yeah. Now, I don't think um, I know you're big into the giveaways. I don't know if the Rays have a giveaway or I mean, maybe their thought process is we don't really need to throw out a giveaway <laughs> with the Yankees coming to town. So that might be part of it. I, although I think, uh, wasn't there a wonder Franco chain giveaway necklace giveaway during that was a long time ago? Yeah. I was in Europe. Yeah. yeah. Ryan Wilbur helped me up with that one. Yeah. Um, let's see September. I don't see any promotions and they would be, they would be dumb to do a promotion against the, with the Yankees. Cause like, right. they're coming it's just, anyway. Hey, Aaron judge is in town. That's your promotion. Basically. That's your promotion. Hey, you want to go be part of history and see his chase to 60 dude has 50 knocks. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Now again, just, uh, I, I think it's going to be, over. I, I don't think it's going to be big yeah, time be over, over, but I think it shouldn't be that hard to draw. I mean, if you look back, late may in mid to late june the the yankees drew decent numbers um but i think this is this is really the time where you're really a a last chance to really get that interest and intrigue uh before the old nfl starts and then you got hockey picking up and 
you know, a lot of other things to compete with. The, so. These, you know, these fake Yankee fans that are not even from New York, they have to, you know, take care of their New York Giants yeah. and their, their, or their Jets or their Islanders and, or Yeah, and maybe whatever. the, uh, Maybe the snowbird season starts a little bit earlier than October. Maybe you have those New Yorkers, those legit New Yorkers that are coming down a little bit earlier. Labor Day weekend. Hey, let's make it a party. And we're going to stay here through March, April, May, whatever it is. Hey, you want to see Judge? I don't know. I don't even, I can't even do a a New York accent. Hey, you, let's go with some pizza. The car. Hey, Judge is in town. Hey, let's go to the truck. You went from like a, a a Southern uh, foghorn leghorn to... Like a a Boston, I I I didn't recall. Y'all want to go to the 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 Yankee season game? No, that's that's more that's Miss Miss Mississippi right there. Yeah, that's like uh, that's like, or yeah, that's Mississippi. That's like North Florida. What's a New York accent like? Hey, let's stay the trap. Let's go to the trap. I I'm better off just sticking to my Neil Solon's impression. I'm Uh, I'm walking here. I'm walking here. I'm there. We go. That's a little bit. You know, I'm I'm walking here. Yeah, Still sounds some Boston. We'll have to get uh, somebody from New York. We have listeners in New York and we have listeners in Boston. What What do you think? Um, yeah, there you go. So, yeah, there we go. I, I still appreciate the uh, effort there. Um, Thank you. Actually, no, you know, we could have Evan Klosky judge that. That might have to be something. He's from Long Island. Oh, yeah, so yeah. Oh, he's going to he's gonna rip me to shreds if I do it in front of him. Most likely. He'll have to, he'll give his perspective. Uh, all right. It being a Friday... We have baseball trivia named that war. Uh, my trivia question concerns the elder pitchers. And it's a very quick question. Um, I think you'll do okay at this. Uh, you should be able to get it. But, uh, you know, also want the listeners to play along too. So uh, this question, courtesy of MLB.com, actually, it is there are five pitchers in the in MLB history, five pitchers in MLB history to strike out 11 or more batters in a game at age 42 or older. Now, I'm going to amend this question. This, that was more of a statement than a question, but there's five pitchers in MLB history to have struck out 11 or more batters in a game at age 42 or older. I want you to name me three of those five Old fogey boomer pitchers. Okay, okay. 42 let's, or older, 11. Let's eight. go with uh, the, the master of the strikeouts, uh, Nolan Ryan. You would be correct. And not only did he do that once, he did that 26 times, age 42 and older. Yeah. That's so fantastic. That's uh, one. I'm going to go Randy Johnson. Randy Johnson is also correct. Not quite as many as Nolan Ryan. He did it twice. So we're looking for a guy that did it once. All older than 42. Well, there, there's there's another guy that did it twice, but um, oh. you know, it, it's really just guys who have done it. So they okay. just included okay, cool. that in parentheses. So. Older than 42 and struck out more than 11 guys. 11 or more. 11 or more game blank is he older than 42 or is he 40 i'm gonna go for it because i don't have no strikes yet justin verlander strike one okay fair because he has never done it because he's not 42 
Uh, because oh, no. he's not 42, if I had to guess, because it is Justin yeah. Verlander. I think he's. I think he's 39. Oh, he's 39. Okay. 42. Okay. I think old guys, old guys, old. Mm, I want to say him, but maybe <laughs> I'll say it. Tom Glavin. Strike two. Folks, what do we got here? Folks, think, think. Give me the answer. Come on. Nolan Ryan, Randy Through Johnson, screen. blank, blank, blank. I, well, I really guys. need only one name. Old guys. I'm going to go with the one guy I would have really loved to have seen pitch. My goodness, he would have been fun. Mr. B.G. Bob Gibson. Strike three. Son of a bleep. Uh, this guy pitched in a Rays uniform relatively recently. And by recently, I mean like last year. You know who I'm talking about? Uh, Blank Mountain. Yeah. Rich Hill. Uh, I'm going to give this guy. I don't think you would get this. Gaylord Perry. He did it twice. And this other guy. Love. The performance enhancers. Roger Clemens? Correct. Nice. Yeah. So nice. there it is. There's the question. Uh, name that war time. Hit me with that name that war. Well, this is so funny. We're in wavelength moments because my name that war, and for those of you who don't know what name that war is, it's a game where we take a player from the past and we look up his career baseball reference war and we try to guess it because we think we know so much baseball and so much uh, history that Mm -hmm. we think that we have it all archived up in here. So the player I want you to guess his career war according to baseball reference today is an old guy pitcher, Mr. Kenny Rogers. Oh boy, Kenny Rogers. Kenny Rogers. Oh, man. I'm pretty sure he played a long time. I think he's from Kentucky, too. Or maybe I'm thinking of the golfer, Kenny Rogers. I have no idea. Born in Savannah, Georgia. Yeah, so I'm wrong on that. Uh, Actually, while you're thinking, for those of you, he was drafted in the 39th round of the 82 draft from Plant City High School from Plant City, Florida. Really? Wow. Good for him. Um, He did play for the Texas Rangers, correct? Yeah. Did he play a majority of his career for the Texas Rangers? 100%. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Kenny Rogers sounds like a very Texas Rangers name. Uh, I'm going to say he played for about a dozen years. Well, maybe 12 to 15 years. He made probably like three all-star appearances. I really don't recall much about Kenny Rogers. I would say he probably won at least 100 games. Not that that necessarily matters. His career ERA, probably a little bit less than four. Um, Maybe got to 1,000 strikeouts. That's really all I got. I'm kind of talking out of my butt. But um, I'm going to say his career war was Niz 21. Um, I don't know what Kenny Rogers did to you, 
or mm. if you are or if you hate country, but uh, massive. I lowballed. Massive lowball to a guy who's from Plant City High School. That is awesome. I will give you the deets and then the war. Two hundred nineteen W's, Kevin. Oh my. Two nineteen. <laughs> A four twenty seven ERA. All right, fine. Three thousand three hundred and two innings, or course. Nineteen sixty eight strikeouts. That's one thousand nine hundred sixty eight strikeouts. Dude wow. could do it. Okay, and his career WAR is a gaudy, though forgettable, fifty point five. Unreal. Hall of Famer. I mean, not there, but Hall of Very Good. Hall of Excellent. I mean, Hall of Very, Very Good. ERA plus of 107 for you analytics-minded. His FIP is at a 4.38, a 1.4 whip. Hits per nine, 9.4. I mean, this guy was solid. In, in, in a 162 game average, you would be seeing a 12-9 and nine record. All right. 182 innings pitch. You would love that in 2022. 438 uh, FIP. This is nice. This is nice. 1.4 whip or maybe a little bit high. 427 ERA. Just a a, a solid guy you would not hate having to give the ball to. Question, what made you think of Kenny Rogers for a name that war candidate? I usually go with teams I enjoyed watching while growing up, and the Tigers of the the mid two thousands was definitely one of those. And he was part of that Detroit Tigers uh, that went to the two thousand six World Series. Miguel Cabrera also part of that team. No, no. oh, he wasn't. It. What? Just missed it. I know. I know. I think he was traded in oh seven. Oh, okay. Yeah, but Maglio Ordonez and Carlos Guillen and Pudge Rodriguez were, and Placido right. Polanco. Yeah, that those were some fun teams. Yeah. Those were some fun teams to play video games with. For yeah, sure. Detroit Tigers in 06, that was, that was fun. Uh, I'm sorry, Kenny Rogers. I don't know. I had, uh, I guess I was thinking of the Grammy Award winning Kenny Rogers, and I, I don't even think there's a pro golfer named Kenny Rogers. Maybe it's Ken Rogers or something, or Keith Rogers. I don't know. You gotta uh, know when to fold him. Yeah, no, but hell of a career. Yeah. I'd like to know what he had to make close to, I mean, at least like 75 mil. Four-time All-Star, World Series winner with the Yankees in 96, a five-time gold glover. I mean, the career is not uh, bad at all. And 83 mil in salary. Mm. So 83 mil career earnings. Not not bad. Not bad. 20-year career, too. So 20 years is that's it's a lot. That's, yeah, ridiculous. So there it is. Uh, That is the Friday episode. Thank you all for listening. We appreciate it. Uh, We hope that you have a wonderful weekend, wonderful Labor Day weekend. And uh, that also gives you some time to not only listen to the Locked on Rays podcast, but also the Locked on MLB podcast as well. So please do that. Have a good one, everybody. Talk to you next week. 